This is Carlos Arroyo, and you're listening to Lemon City Live. What's up? Fresh is our turn, baby. Episode 21, baby, the evening juice. Who's season night? eight? Classic party night, apparently. Yeah, bro. Hey, you know what it is. Season eight, episode 21, the evening juice with Lemon City Live. I gotta make up for for those Fridays that we don't do anymore. <laughs> so, you know, eventually we'll bring those back. It's just it's slow season, you know what I mean? Slow I'm season. Yeah, man. So if you're watching, thank you for watching on our Facebook feed. Thank you for watching on our Twitter feed. Or to all you uh, Five Reasons heads out there, thank you for watching on the Five Reasons YouTube network. You are official Lemonheads in my book. All right. We had a, a semi-busy weekend. Achilles. Good stuff. All right. Yeah, man. Well, uh, actually, uh, I'm going to bring on uh, our our Inter-Miami writer, Jose. I mean, Xavier. Xavier, you ready? Thumbs up? All right, Xavier, you're coming on. There you go. Xavier, what's up, man? Hello. Pretty good. Pretty good. Who's Jose? Oh. I don't know. My, I was <laughs> telling my girlfriend. You, you, my, you just, I was telling you my girlfriend. Not my, call me a taco. You better not no, say no, I'm no. a taco. I, I did eat Taco <laughs> Tuesday today, but I was telling uh I was telling my girlfriend my little brother's middle name, which is Jose. So that's why it oh, was, yeah, it that's was in my head. Yeah. Racist. Yeah. Listen, Edwin. Edwin's not on the show, so someone has to pick up the racist mantle. It's not gonna oh. be me. That's very brave of you. <laughs> no thanks. Wow. I, I can't i can't i can't even right now kiddies how dare what, you? what's up with edwin what happened to him he's at taco well, um, tuesday or what's going on oh he's at the marlins game he's working oh lovely you know One edwin has a actually, million jobs yes yes yeah. he does yeah, he's embraced the gig economy like none other man for real man i love it <laughs> amazing and all amazing. his jobs are are sports related he did it yeah, he did it yeah finally <laughs> that's it this is where he's gonna stay i think <laughs> He doesn't have to work these weird jobs anymore. All right, so we had, a, like I was saying, we had a pretty busy weekend. Inter-Miami was up here playing against Orlando. We're going to get into that. We also had the Austrian GP, which was uh, like Red Bull Light, right? Mm-hmm. So that was uh, that was eventful, to say the least. Um, yeah, the uh, Formula One season, man, it's, it's insane. It's, it's Been unpredictable good. so far. Been good and that's how we like it. So let's uh since we got Xavier here, let's just get into uh, Inter Miami versus Orlando this past weekend. Uh, Xavier, you got some you got some thoughts for me? Tough tough loss, tough loss for Inter Miami. I thought mm-hmm. they went up there and and um, tactically played a, a pretty good game. I don't appreciate the fact that he he went kind of defensive up there. He did change the tactics, mm-hmm. but um, overall they 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 pretty in my opinion they dominated the game. Just a, a miscue, um, a communication error there. Usually in, in that play, the, the goalie comes out strong and, and shouts and, and screams off the defender. I don't know if, if that happened. Obviously, we're not there on the field. But it looks like uh, Damien just went out, stuck his leg, and bam, the worst thing that can happen to, to a defender. But it happens yeah. to If you've played soccer long enough at whatever level and you play defense, it's going to happen to you. If it hasn't happened to you, you, you were probably on the bench and never played. So, <laughs> you yeah. weren't trying. <laughs> right? So well, it, it, it happens. On yeah. that note, hit hit the spicy sports nugget. Hit it. 
I got oh. it for this specific thing. Oh, spicy sports oh. nugget. Give me a second. Spicy sports Damian Lowe is the first player in MLS history to score a stoppage time own goal in a 1-0 loss. Oh, so at least he made no. We've made history it, twice. That's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> one pro, well, one against. You know. <laughs> what was the first? Indy, Vasilev, Vasilev coming in, uh, substitute um, coming in after 80th minute and scoring two goals to win the, the game-tying mm. goal and the game-winning goal. And now nice. we have Damian doing it. Well, okay, so this seems to be a, a historic season. We're going, we're making, yeah. you know, we're making history. There's, there's, there's more to come. There's more to come, I think. And I felt so bad for for Damian because he was having a great game. They could not get past him. They had Fantastic. like, they had like a shot on goal the entire game, until that. You know, that was. Oh. Yeah, yeah, Miami That's controlled. Yeah. Miami yeah. controlled the game, but they couldn't put it in. It's one of those days when you play soccer. There's there's um, times when you're playing the game, and you tell yourself it's just not going to go in. You know, it's one of those days where yeah. everything happens. Vasilev, he kicks the ball, and the goalie he didn't even save it. The ball hit him in the face. He turned and popped him <laughs> yeah. in the face, and like yeah. he, make yourself yeah. big. <laughs> yeah. And that's how he saved it. And then just, you know, uh, plenty of opportunities where they had the chance to put in. If Miami mm -hmm. puts one in in the first half, you know, th that game's going to be very hard for Orlando City to, to come, you know, away with, 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 with a point or, or try to turn that around. Because yeah. they would have to, you know, come out and then open even more spaces for, for Inter-Miami. So it was a tough, tough loss. Uh, Damian Lowe, mm -hmm. I, I, I wrote um, – Early in the season, he he started, you know, okay, and then he was a little bit off, making, you know, when he was getting carted off and, and a lot of fouls and, and making some silly mistakes. I said, you know, he, this is a very experienced player, and he needs to step up his game because we know what he can do, the type of quality that he has, and he has done that. I mean, he's put a good stretch of games where yeah. he, he's the undeniable leader of that defense, you know, and, oh, and sure. playing really good. Playing, yeah. playing very, even, very well. Even in this game, like, even that that – was a fluke that yeah. what he did that's what he should have done he should have tried to clear that ball if the but the way that the ball was coming the goalie had it you know what i mean but if that's the goalie's job to communicate that to low so if he didn't do that correctly that's not on that's not usually, on low. That's not, yeah that's not usually on. usually on a play like that um the, the goalie has free reign in that area mm -hmm. so he comes out if he has to run him over and destroy him even if it's his teammate he has to do that. Yeah. And, and he was, he was, <laughs> no he was one's tentative. running over Damian Lowe, though, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> he was, he, was, a, well, he, he is a even, fucking he, man, dude. <laughs> oh, he's a, he's a, yeah, he's a, he's a big man. He's a big man and, and he's very talented. He's, he's yeah. shown that, um, he's not just rough. There's some defenders that are, are really tough guys, but are kind of rough with the ball. Lately, he's been doing some nice little plays, nice fakes and stuff, and, and, you know, passing the ball out well. So he, he's had a good stretch of games. It's unfortunate. I, I wrote in this uh, last article that I hope it doesn't affect his confidence because it's extremely important uh, for a player of his caliber, a leader like he is, he, uh, in that position, a center back, to, to yeah. remain confident and remain. So this game is going to be super important tomorrow against Philadelphia. I want to see Ooh. what his mindset is. There's what his one, mindset Phil is. Yeah, Philadelphia coming off a seven-goal game. <laughs> Yeah, that's going to be a tough one for them. But that actually leads me to a question that I wanted to ask you. With the new signings that Inter-Miami uh, have just completed, right, do, does, do, 
can they kind of just shrug this game off or like, can they not let it get to them? Cause they know that they got fresh guys coming in fresh eyes um, that they might switch up tactics a little bit with these guys, you know, can they just shrug it off? That you, you play to win the game, you yeah. know, um, it, it's an away game. So mm-hmm. usually the way it works in the soccer world, if you if away, if you take a point home, you're, you're you know, you're, you're satisfied. Mm-hmm. Um, I asked uh, earlier uh, in one of the press conferences, I asked Phil if the expectations for this team have changed, you know, with the recent uh, slate of wins and with mm-hmm. these two guys coming on, you know, are there different expectations? And he told me, he said, um, the expectations have always been the same, to win. I was like, oh, really? You know, so I didn't follow up with the question, but I'm thinking to myself, oh, so at the beginning of the year where there was uh, 14 new players, the team is completely revamped, there, there are no expectations for many out of Miami, expecting them to be bottom dwellers. Um, Miami expected to win, which is, which is surprising to me, um, but they expect to win. So it, it was a tough loss, but it was an away game. If they win uh, tomorrow night, then we push it to the back burner. You know, yeah. but they need to get a win. They need to get those three points. Would it happen? On a, yeah, tough ask. <laughs> it is, but it, I thought that um, the game up there. Remember, I said they, they would take seven points. I was very super homer uh, optimistic. Yeah. They should they should have had those three points up there. But you know, yeah. this is why you play. This is what happens when you play, and, and it, it, you move on. Like he said, you lick your wounds and. And you move on. But I thought they played well. I thought he held them back a little bit. Um, I, I, I believe that the injuries uh, to Robbie, obviously, but that's, that's long gone. Uh, Gonzalo being um, mm-hmm. sick was very important. This, these are situations like that game where people need to understand that's where Gonzalo comes in. You know, you hate yeah. him. You don't, you don't want. But, but Gonzalo in that game... Would have been a would have been a sub that I would have made. Why? Because in the previous game, he he always put kind of offensive players and kept the kept kept mm-hmm. the push right. In this game, he started to defend. And in a point, in one point, he had you know he took um, Mata off, and and then he took out Duke. And basically, that's it. That you conceded the game. That was at an 85th minute when he took out Duke. That to me, he conceded the game. And he's going full out defensive. I think if. Um, uh, Iguain would have been available. That 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 would have been a different move. Iguain would have been placed, and then you have one guy where you know he's a little bit slower and he doesn't run or whatever you want to say about the guy. But when the ball comes into him, he can block people off. He can hold the ball, and he still got the vision to put the ball through. At, at that point, Miami didn't have anybody, and it was just let let's wait, let's wait, let's wait. These guys got lucky, and do you think and, uh, yeah. you think Duke getting yellow carded put? them in a weird position where they had to kind of take him out of the game or else he could have gotten red carded because he was still, he was, he wasn't, he was wild out there, bro. He was being feisty. He was being super feisty. That that referee was, was like admonishing him. Like if he was a Mm -hmm. little kid or something, I I wrote, I I tweeted, I said, you know what? I'm, um, I, I, for sure Duke is coming out of this game, but, but he brought him out way later than I expected. I thought he would take Mm -hmm. him out, you know, at the 60-something, 70th minute, and, and he took him out at the 85th, and he took him out after taking Malta out. Yeah. You know, I thought he would be the first sub because of that, because he's, he was being feisty, he was holding on, he could have he got another yellow, and mm-hmm. the ref was, his body language, the ref's body language towards him was kind of like aggressive. 
And I'm thinking, this guy doesn't, maybe he doesn't respect him, but he looks at him, he looks like, like, like he's a, you know, like a, he's a senior high school. No, no disrespect, Bryce, no disrespect. Well, but, isn't he? Know, he's like 22. He's like, no, nah, he's 20. Yeah, but, he's like, um, he is a kid. That's even, yeah. He, lo he looks, he looks, yeah, he looks he's really, 20. really young. two years removed from high school. But his game, his game is maturing. Oh, no, his, yeah. his game yeah. has gotten so much better. And I know we're going to get into the Hopo Suelo and the other stuff maybe mm -hmm. in a little bit. Mm -hmm. I, I don't want to jump the gun into that. So, but uh, I, I thought those moves is Gonzalo would have been there. Maybe, maybe that game ends 0-0 because then you have a guy that at least you can chip the ball up there or you have a guy that, that, that can hold it, take shots, do anything. When, when um, Duke and Mata were out, I, I, I said, oh, that's it. You know, we're, we're, cause Vasilev didn't have a great game. I, I, I'm coach Xavier would have subbed him off before, even though, you know, he had that shot on the goalie's face. I think his game overall was, was not great. Um, Emerson came in. He's getting important minutes um, because of Lester's injury. If not, he wouldn't be getting as many minutes. And, and he shows that he has a lot of maturing to do. He shows yeah. so much potential, and, and, and he shows the spice that the team needs because when, when you sit back, you need a guy, team sit back against Miami if they're sitting back. Uh, you need a guy that can go and, and break those defenses down. You know, take a guy on, force the defense to shift. But then what he's not doing is he's forcing people to shift, but he's not giving the ball in the space where it should be for the person that's free. You know, he, th there was one play where it was fantastic. Uh, he got the ball. He took off. Uh, he looked like Carl Lewis taking off. Mm -hmm. he, took on, he took on three guys. He yeah. took on three guys. But what happened? It wasn't effective because then you ends up in the corner and, and the ball is lost. You know, it looked beautiful. But it's not effective. You need him to take on one guy, take on the other guy, and then put it in the space for his guy, and then get it again at a space where he can go one on one and you know towards the goal. So little things like that. His his um his vision needs to improve. His passing needs to improve. His defensive uh, posture. He he's mm -hmm. he's a young kid. He's 21, so he should be running up and down the field, and he should be uh he goes up. Then you the same uh, you know way you ran up there. You gotta get back and defend, and he's not done that um, in a great fashion, you know. So that's one of the things uh, Phil talked about after in the press conference. I, I asked yeah. him a, a couple of questions, and he mentioned, you know, he they really believe him. He said, "Look, we believe in, we trust him so much. We believe in this kid so much," and and I I understand why because there's a lot of potential. This kid can be special. This kid has uh, that that attraction. But what as a fan you want to see i want to go to the game and see a show yeah he's you know, fast I, man and, and he's skilled and, and, yeah. and, he, and, he, and he you know he does things that he just you know, he you, needs he needs to build up some uh some patience because he he's he's just he's go he's go time all every time he, the ball touches him he's going so i think i feel like if he if he were to get the ball and just look like look up see where the play is going see where your teammates are going then you can you know push it but i feel he like he, gets the ball the and he just he just wants to go yeah, he has to master the game. It's it's yeah. it's funny because when you like in any sport though, when you're young, you know you're you're that's bravado mm -hmm. and you're going, and then as you get a little older, you slow down, but your mentality expands and the game is so much easier. Bro. Yeah. It, so what we want, what they want from him is is to to pick that up, you know. So it's part of the process, and I am glad that he's here because the team values him, and, and they're giving him an opportunities even through the mistakes. Several times Phil has said it, you know, yeah. you have to live with this. You have. And 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 I'm glad he's here because maybe somewhere else they won't live with that. They won't. Um, mm -hmm. They they won't. You know, take that. But but the situation um, 
it's, yeah. it's needed, right? It's needed Miami's, right now because of the they're not a contender. They're not a contender right now. Hey, so they, hey, 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 hey. In the yeah, last show, not. in the last show, someone <laughs> hey. said they're going to win a championship. Yeah, I could have been. A it wasn't me, and it wasn't Achilles. I could have been somebody. It could have been a contender. No, I, I, I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna be contenders. They're, they lost the game. They're, they, they're still close. They're still there. Yeah, they're four points out of the playoffs. They're contenders to make the playoffs, but for a title, they're not. So they're gonna. They're they're gonna. They shouldn't be. They shouldn't these, be. Yeah. They so they're be. gonna they're gonna live with these growing pains, you know, because they because they they're looking to the future. They're 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 gonna think, okay, we can still make the playoffs. And get that valuable experience, but we also need to give these guys, you know, the actual gameplay experience that are gonna that's gonna help us later on. Let's see what happens Wednesday tomorrow yeah. night. It's gonna be super super important. Um, it, it's You'll just, be there, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna be there uh, tomorrow awesome. night. I want to see how they play. I want to see how they they match up against this team. They did really well with them up there in Philadelphia. They played really well. Mm -hmm. I I actually thought they you know they, they could have won the game. Um, let's see what happens down here. I, I think they're a contender for a playoff, but what I said in the last show, and I'll stand by it again, is the fact that it depends how you get into the playoffs, if they make it, you know? Yeah. How is the team trending? You're getting... You're, this is a team that has had all these sanctions, so many new players, mm -hmm. and it's battling, and it's developed an identity of, of don't give up, and they have a lot of chemistry. The players keep saying that, and that's super important mm -hmm. in, in these winning teams. You know, not always, but to, to have this chemistry on and off the field. And they're getting reinforcements. So if Pozuelo does anything near what he's capable of doing, that, that's a big mm -hmm. reinforcement. The, the, thing, the only thing that worries me, and, and I know everybody's, you know, talking all these great stuff, is that with Pozuelo, you have to change the 4-3-3. You can't, you can't play the same lineup, uh, the same formation, because that's what they had in Toronto, and that's why they got rid of him. He, he's mm -hmm. not a player for that formation. So, and, and I don't mind. Uh, I think there's different formations. There's a 3-5-2 that, that um, Miami has used, and I think that would be perfect. Why? Why do I think it's perfect? Because I think you have McVay, Lowe, and Yellen in the back, and I think those are your three best defenders anyway. And then it gives you an opportunity to play Mota and Gregory, which, which I think are very, very solid uh, MLS players, mm -hmm. uh, com comparable to, to most of the players in the league. And then I think you can play... Um, Duke, and you can have Pozuelo, you know, but but that, yeah. and, and then up top you have Campana, maybe you know Gene. I, I haven't put the lineup, but I think you have to change a formation where you can put Pozuelo in a spot where he's like in kind of in a bubble because he's not the greatest defender. He's he's not the greatest defender. He moves a little bit more than mm -hmm. than Gonzalo. He's younger. He's going to be thirty one mm -hmm. in September, so he's thirty. But he's going to be 31. He's not a spring chicken by any presume. But um, he, he moves, but nice. he's still he's still, still a liability. Prime. Absolutely. Yeah. He's still a liability. But this guy's scoring, assisting. You know, he, he's, yeah. he's going to provide what we need. But I think they need to put him kind of in a bubble. Maybe even put him up top um, with, with Campana, but have him a little bit lower, you know, as a false nine. So yeah. I want to see what Phil's going to do with him. And I want to see, and I keep saying I, like if I own the team or something, but I, I want to see Duke stay uh, on the pitch. I want him to continue mm -hmm. to have playing time because he's, uh, he's maturing and he's gaining um, so much experience and he's gotten better. He's gotten better. You know, he, he needs to improve. Obviously, he's a young player. He was yeah. could have gotten thrown out last game, you know, maybe a little bit too feisty. He needs to, to control that. But I, I don't want to take away his swagger. 
but I think he's a player that needs to be on the pitch. I, I, I love, I would love Gregory, um, Mota, uh, Duke, and Pozuelo to be on the pitch together, you know? But so they you have to find a way to work to work. Yeah. You mentioned uh, DeAndre Yedlin. Um, All-star. Like, All-star, man. Also, how important is that? How important is that news that they got an all-star after that loss and going into Philly? I, I think it's huge. And, and uh, something that's super important, after that loss uh, in Orlando, I, I asked Malta, you know, in a game like this where you lose in such a tough manner, who's the voice in the locker room? You know, because you, you, someone has to speak up at that point. And we all know the coach talks, but I mean the players. Yeah. There's a yeah. different connection. You know, who is the people that talk? And he says, look, we're all very, we're, it's a very united team. Um, but uh, Gregory, obviously, captain speaks. Mm -hmm. He said Campana, which was a little bit surprising, you know, because he's a 21-year-old. But, but mm -hmm. when you're one of the top scorers in the league, you gain that respect. Yeah. So you have that right because you have to earn it. You mm -hmm. just don't come in. You, you have to earn it. And then he said Yellen. So those are three guys that, that talk and step up. And Yellen's had a, a pretty good year. Um, he, he's, he's, he's been a very consistent player, been playing at a high level. He's, you know, early in the season, he was the one that would only project up there and made it, had a couple assists and he's still doing it and he's playing yeah. well. So he, he, he deserved, I, I think he deserved his, um, his nomination. People are upset. Campana didn't get it, but you know mm -hmm. what? It, it happens everywhere when you get snubbed, when yeah. you're new into a league and they, they, you know, I see you, I see your, your goals, you're, you're doing mm -hmm. great, but I want to see it again. Before yeah. I, you know, I want to see it again because there's other people that have done it, and 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 you know they're 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 close to what you're doing, and we're gonna take them. I, I think that's what happened to Campana. So they, they still gotta yeah. see if if this is just a one season you know hit or what. Yeah. But uh, it, it was big. The, the All Star is big to get get you know a little of that atmosphere like you saw today mm -hmm. in, the, in the practice. They came in, surprised them. His, the baby yeah. and the fiance came in, and 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 that that gets people hyped, and, and you can see he's such a good guy. I was going to say kid. He's not a kid. He's 28, 29. Yeah, um, no, he's not a kid anymore. It's crazy exactly. that he's not even in his 30s yet because he's been around he's been so forever, yes, right? He has. Forever, forever. We see him forever growing up. Like, and I, I feel like he's been around like three World Cup cycles. Yeah, yeah. No, no. So so that that's important. I think that the, the mood in the locker room is good going into this game. I think they're very confident. Uh, in regards to – can I tell you what? I, I took some notes here. It, from Phil's uh, press conference this week, he said that Coco, the last time I said quarantine gene and you guys making fun, quarantine, whatever. I actually, yeah. we'll call him Coco like everybody does. Coco. He, 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 he should done. be available for New York FC. That game is a big okay. game. And then he said about Pozuelo, hopefully by the end of the month. You know, there's no, there was no mm. details as to yeah. why. Uh, hopefully that's uh, those are projections and maybe it gets done sooner. I, yeah, I but what know, I've seen is just it's just visa stuff, unfortunately. The immigration, yeah, that, yeah, that's why. So we don't, I don't, I don't know how how fast or how slow that that's gonna happen. Um, he talked about Pozuelo being a little bit surprised by how hot it is over here. You know, coming. <laughs> <laughs> hey, may, yeah. maybe that'll help tomorrow. It, well, it should help, and that's that's yeah. an advantage that we have, and they've said that it yeah. should help in every game. Any yeah. team that comes out, even if it's a night game, the humidity here, yep. the factor, people are not used to it. And that's where we've been wearing people down with the substitutions. He's, he mm -hmm. said that, like, you know, the substitutions have won five, six games. Yeah, because the guys coming in have come in fresh and they've mm -hmm. performed. You know, they've come in and, and played well. And, and this last game, he didn't have all his chips. I, I do believe mm -hmm. that if he had everybody, he would have kept his foot on the pedal 
and wouldn't have backtracked so much. That's what I think. And you know what, bro? Credit to Orlando for keeping their foot on the pedal because they've Absolutely. they've had like consecutive, like I want to say four games consecutively where they've sucked. You know that they 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 didn't get all three points in in the previous four games. I think so. Going into this game, you would think they'll be demoralized after playing a, a yet another shitty game, but they kept their foot on the pedal the entire game and they they were able to squeeze out a lucky win at the end because the because they stayed aggressive. If they would have. You know, if they would have settled for the tie, they could have easily, you know, done what Miami did and, and just gone the defensive round, settled for the tie at home. Yeah, but, you know, you're you're at home and, and mm-hmm. your fans expect uh, a show. Yeah. You don't get much of a show in soccer now where, where people play. Teams are so defensive. And, and that's where I, I like players like Emerson. Like, they, they, mm-hmm. they, they give you their money's worth. You know, he goes up and does his crazy stuff. I, I called it irreverent. <laughs> I call it irreverent, um, but but the players like that, you know, to me, I, I like to watch them. I want to see him uh, mm-hmm. on the pitch, and, and he makes the game interesting. But yeah. Orlando needed to, to keep their foot on the pedal because they had their fans wait two and a half hours oh, for yeah. this game. Your fans are there waiting, and then you're going to go and say, no, nah, let's just give it. No, they needed to do that, and and they got lucky. They got lucky. They did. They did. And I, I, I was there. I, I wrote – I wrote my article from the Orlando perspective, and even mm-hmm. I was even I was saying it like, yeah, yeah, I read, I they read. didn't they didn't deserve to win that game, but you know, like I said, they kept their foot on the pedal and they they had a puncher's chance and they got it. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, and and you know we had uh, two two of our best players, Low mm-hmm. and and Drake and Calendar, you know, just have a a, a small blunder at that moment and yeah. it cost us the game, unfortunately. And but, Calendar too, bro. That that one save that Calendar had, where I, I forget who shot it for Orlando, but he was a point blank range. Oh, yeah. Like he was mm-hmm. right in front of the inside the the freaking. Uh, yeah, he's the, a cat. The, the yeah, the yeah. Yeah. yeah, inside, like like three feet away from the goal line. Yeah, yeah, no, he's he, the, the, the kid. The kid's a yeah. cat. The kid's a cat. He, he's he's super mm-hmm. smooth. It's just you know it happens. Why does he wear yeah. that mask? Is it for? Is that, he injured? He has to. Be, I I don't know. I I. I, that was the first time I saw it too because he hasn't mm. been wearing that all season. So okay. he must have got hit at the nose or something during practice. Yeah. And, and that has to be the reason. But that's that's my speculation mm. uh, because he hasn't worn it at all season. And usually that's, you know, you have your, your nose injury. And then as far as uh, the Coco, uh, you know, we're, we're, they're waiting for him. But he's he's a guy that can play at the forward and on the wing. But he hasn't he hasn't shown throughout his career to be like a great goal scorer either. So yeah. I don't know what he's gonna bring to the team. I saw some of his clips, some videos. You, you know, oh, I thought, I thought he was stuff. like a like a center midfield, like depth in the in the midfield. He well, he's more of a winger and and forward, and I like that because we need uh, someone to push to push Campana, mm-hmm. and Campana needs to get some rest too. This this, this month of July, these guys are playing major minutes, so he yep. needs even though he's twenty one. He needs to get hit, you know, rest. Remember, he had um, yeah. a calf injury uh, in one of the games where he had, he pulled his calf a little bit, and that's usually, um, you know, dehydration and 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 too much workload. So, and these guys are getting a big workload in July. These two guys hopefully come in as soon as possible to to help out. But I, I, they took the loss, they took the L, but they didn't play back, and they never gave yeah. up. Even even after that, they 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 said, you know, they picked each other. They told them, hey, let's go. They picked each other up, and they went out and played. They went out and played. Mm-hmm. They didn't just give up for the last three minutes or whatever that was left in the game. So the, the team 
Um, I think they're contenders for a playoff spot. And I'm just, uh, like you said, a puncher's yeah. chance. I'm the type of guy that I think that if, if these two guys, if Pozuelo, Pozuelo it hopefully does what Gonzalo was supposed to do. What Gonzalo did, like, his first year, you know, he had, like, 12 goals and, and 10 assists or something like that. If Pozuelo comes in and scores goals and, and gets the other guys to score, um, it's a big boost for a team. This is a big yeah. boost, especially away from home because they, they've scored, you know, pretty decently at home it's when they go on the road it's, it's been mm-hmm. it's been it's been tough for them so um Pozuelo is the key uh let's see what happens with Coco yeah. uh Lasseter's hurt uh it's his calf I don't know how long mm-hmm. he's gonna be out either but he was playing uh, his best soccer I think in in a long time uh he needs to come back Indy to me like we said last week is is a, a very good player but I think he's a sub type player I think put him in and 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 a boost of energy type player. Uh, here, I, I took some notes. Pozuelo came from uh, Genk in Belgium when he first came uh, to, to the MLS for Toronto for an, an million, $11 million transfer. Oof. So that, that, that's, that's a lot of money. Yeah, he was a MLS. 20, yeah. yeah, 2020 MVP. And then, you know, he gets uh, traded for, for allocation money, $150 thousand dollars which mm-hmm. you know that that's a big drop so something yeah what's going on there it's a great deal for us or you know it, it should be right he's had 88 appearances 26 goals 31 assists that's really good that's really yeah. good if if we get this especially guy, with an with a bad season in there it's absolutely yeah. absolutely so maybe this change of scenery uh they, we really need him here we can put him to play in in, in the formation that that protects him which what what he needs, uh, maybe this guy can can you know hopefully this guy can can do some of this magic and Miami I think is is a contender and I think I just think that this team I'm looking you know I'm looking at all the teams this is this league there's a lot of parity I know New York FC LAFC Philadelphia um, uh, forgetting some of the other top teams they they're they're there but they're they're accessible they can be beat. Now LAFC yeah. with Bale and, and, and you know and and um, Bela and Arango have I, I think an amazing attack, so it, it helps them out. Yeah. How good how how good are they you know throughout? You need to be solid defensively, have a very solid midfield, and your attack. I think Miami is a decent team. I think they can surprise people. I, I really do. I, and I'm trying not trying to be a homer. I just uh, believe that it, it's a pretty solid team. I think it's a solid team, and, and it's a deep team when you have mm-hmm. everybody um, healthy. Right now, they're not. It's like the beginning of the season. They, everybody yeah. wasn't healthy, and we weren't getting any results. So we need to make sure our, our people are, are healthy. And, and Philadelphia, um, this Wednesday, tough, tough game. Uh, but we need to go out there and, yeah. and get those three points. So I don't Julian, know. Julian Carranza coming back home. But he can't play. Uh. He, he can't play because of the, the contract, and they were smart. You know, they put that in his contract. He can't play against uh, coming off a hat trick. <laughs> really, I, I didn't know you could do that. Yeah, apparently, apparently you can. So, wow. um, yeah, but yeah. You know, you know, Achilles used to work for Philly. Yeah, I didn't know that, man. Yeah, I was it up That's there in Philly. I, unfortunately, I wasn't there long because of COVID. But I've always liked that team, and I love the way they are constructed. Well, we got our boy Bedoya up there. I got my Western yeah. FC. <laughs> FC up here. Not not yeah. cheering, not cheering for Bedoya, guys. Not no. But what? Because my son played uh, all, all you know mm-hmm. throughout his time in, in Weston. 
Yeah, we um, saw we saw your boy was uh, winning some chips a little a few months ago. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, in the, yeah. In the high school, high yeah, school, man. Uh, that, that was great, man. That's, that's, what's that's up. tough. Yeah, he didn't even want to. He just played his senior year. He didn't even want to play, and his friends kept telling him because they were putting together wow. a pretty good team. Mm-hmm. And and he's and I told him, go, man, look, senior year, enjoy, it, dude. There's nothing like going out there, having fun, you know, being a, a high school player, yeah. playing on the varsity. You're gonna go in, and and the coach, um, the coach, that coach is really good. Mm-hmm. He, he scouted some of the players, and he said he needed like uh, another like defensive type player, like my son. He came in and and helped out the team, and man, they took it. They they won it. That was that's great. That's, that's part awesome. of that's a beautiful part of the sport. Yeah. Um, where where you just go with that ride. You know? we're, yeah. we're riding that now. We're riding. We're, we're riding uh, the the Inter Miami yeah. roller coaster. Like I said, <laughs> it's a roller coaster, and we've been up. We we were down, up and mm-hmm. down, up, and now we're down. And let's see what happens with with Philly. Because they gotta come back up. If, if they go down, that's a big drop right there. Who should Miami worry about in Philly? Okay. Oh yeah, no, yeah, Carranza's not there. Mm-hmm. They signed some striker who finally started scoring. Jose Martinez is maybe the best defensive midfielder in the league. Bedoya is good. Their defense yeah. is solid. Andre Blake has been essentially the best keeper in the league since he got drafted. They're just a good team. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. They're they're a good team. And when we played them up there, they were missing a couple of players, you know, that were injured. Uh, but I still believe that down here, you know, we, we have a chance. We have a solid team. I want to see how he's going to, how he's going to, you know, the, what the lineup is going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, because the, the last game, I, I don't, I don't think Indy had a great game, but he's a guy that, that feel trust. Uh, Emerson didn't have a great game, but he, he was a spark. He's, he hasn't given him too many starts. He usually puts him in for that to, to choose and to get some juices. They haven't said anything to Lasseter yet. Lasseter's not going to play. He's he's still not there. Um, so we're, he, he's got his hands full. He's got his hands full um, tomorrow against a very tough team. If they pull it out, kudos. It's huge. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's it, it, and and then you forget about what you said. You know, at the beginning when you asked, you forget you put this game behind. Orlando goes behind mm-hmm. because then you got the three points. You know, you, you got the three points that you you need. All right, I'm gonna bring on uh, our boy Edwin here. <laughs> Oh God! Oh, oh. I guess that morning's game is over. He's, Larry, he's no, over. yeah, they lost. They lost again. They game. lost. That's Larry cool. Bird's coming on. Here we go. <laughs> What's up, bro? Hey, hey, hey. What's up, guys? Can you hear me good? Yeah, we, right. can we can hear you. I don't know if it's good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's, yeah, it is what it is, bro. Live from Marlins Park. What's up, guys? How's it going? Miss your faces. Yeah, bro. Xavier, thanks for filling in for me, bro. You know. Oh, thanks for having me, guys. No, don't get used to it, bro. All right. No, no, no. Ever, ever, ever since I came <laughs> on, I, ever since I came on, I got three more uh, followers on Twitter. There you go. All right. <laughs> Glad we could help. <laughs> what are you guys talking about? Oh, oh we were, we were just finishing up talking uh, Inter Miami versus Orlando, previewing tomorrow's game against Philly. You, Mister nice. Mister uh, Ninety Minute Social yeah, Media Guy over here. What's oh, your no, take? Bro. I'm the new MLS guy, bro. Yeah, man. What's, uh, what's, your, what's your take on Inter Miami right now? Inter Miami? Look, bro. That was, uh, I watched the whole game. That was mm-hmm. a tough way to go out. I'm sure you guys covered that, you know. Um, yep. An own goal in the 92nd minute is never fun. Uh, I thought they played well. If you read uh, Xavier's article, you also know that, you know, we didn't have depth that we're used to. 
you know, we were playing yeah. with a lot of limitations and we still, you know, just a one nothing own goal. But at the same time, I didn't see the same little flashes from the regular guys there. But again, I'm going to chalk it up to the deficiencies of the depth and not having the extra guys there, not having your Lassiters and not having uh, even Iguain, you know, who wasn't there and didn't make the trip. Uh, there was, you know, that's a challenge for this team. But moving forward, though, I know Pozuelo is already in, um, he's in Miami. He's just working out the whole visa stuff. Uh, I don't know how long that's going to take, but I think, and you know me and Achilles, all right, Top Gun, Top Gun, I like it. I don't know what it means, but all right. Um, top Guns, bro, Gunther. Come on, man. Oh, oh, man, sorry, sorry. I like it, I like it. Listen, pass all the way. Um, no, Achilles knows this. I'm the star fugger, like he likes to call it. And uh-huh. I'm actually all over, and I love the fact that we passed on bail. And that we went with a guy like Pozuelo. I wasn't expecting that. Mm-hmm. Um, he is exactly, look, as much as I like Bryce Duke, you know what I mean? This is a huge step up. You know what I mean? This is a guy who's, uh, is, is, I know, I know he's your boy. He's your little gem. I know. But <laughs> Pozuelo is that guy who's going to come in there and he's going to elevate. He's going to make Bryce Duke even better, you know? But I think that's I hope so. exactly what we need there. That's exactly like what this team needed is an actual player that we thought, that's what they thought Pizarro was going to be, but he, he's not. He's not that guy at all. He's never been. Um, Matuidi, whatever that was, you know what I'm saying? Um, but this, <laughs> yeah. this guy, he's he's exactly brought on. This is the smart move, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Which goes against everything that I that I value in sports. So, <laughs> um, so that's what wow. I think about Intermediate. Ed- I think we're on the right track. Yeah. Edwin, did you go to therapy? Hey. Like... <laughs> Bro, I'm hanging out with all these smart MLS guys now, bro. And, you know, nah. it's just it's rubbing off, bro. Oh, you just know? berating you for years? That's not what it was? <laughs> no, no, not at all. You know, I'm finally just listening to some, some now smart people talk about it. Now he's hanging out with smart MLS guys. Yeah, so. now. Yeah. Now. Uh, you now, caught you know. that now there, right? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you know. That's <laughs> how it is, bro, you know? Just so. because they have British accents doesn't mean they're smart, bro. Don't get tricked. Hey, listen, listen, mate. Okay, see. <laughs> um, no, man. I think it's. I, I. I like where they're where they're going. I actually mm-hmm. overall, as a league in general, like I'm super jacked up, dude. Like there's the the, the Luis Suarez rumors. He's coming out saying five or six teams have already uh, reached out dude, that's to him. Insane. You know, he hasn't. He hasn't named it. He only has said that Miami and Messi is not going to happen. Um, oh, thank you, sir. Uh, he has said that he did say that Miami uh, and Messi. That's not an option here. It's not going to be. Oh, watch it from ten. No, Jonathan, front of the show there. Good job. Um, not an option. So I'm curious to see where it is that he's going to go. Um, who's the other guy? Toronto just signed like a couple of ex Juventus players. Um, yeah, and Toronto's got their Italian model there, man. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, sorry, a couple of ex Italian players, and then what is it from Juventus? But there's another guy, um, uh, oh, a little British guy who just got, like Jesse Lingard. He's apparently no, um, he hasn't been signed he's yet. Out there and available. Hey, 29 years old from you yeah. know a, a product of of Manchester United might not have been the best, but hey, the fact that he's you know no, I'm saying looking at that mode. At mm-hmm. 29, I don't know, bro. I don't, I don't see that. Hey, and Still then, got some and then good the other soccer. big news. Hey, he was so good for West Ham. <laughs> 
What about Coach Wayne Rooney. Rooney, though, you know? Coach, Coach Rooney. Rooney now coming back. Dude, that guy, if you don't know, Derby, uh, Derby, which was a team he was coaching over in uh, in the championship, he, yeah. like, that team was, in, was he got him out of relegation, and they have all these problems and all these things. And then he finally said, look, I can't do this anymore. I got him out. He did this wonderful job. That guy could have probably gone to any real decent team and had a really good shot. And he said, hey, I'm going to go back to D.C. Something about that. And Rooney is younger than me. He's like 35 or something like that. 36 He's just a bridge old, troll, like, dude. Yeah. yeah. yeah dude. He, looks, he, looks, he looks really he old. Oh, man, I like the beard, and he's got he's put on some weight. He looks like a real coach now, you know? So, um, so point is, that, like, you know, you got big names. You got recognizable mm-hmm. people, but you just, you know, you're seeing the talent pool getting a little better. The teams are starting to be more competitive, and I think it just figure out pro realm, man. You'd have a, a great uh, a great league, but that's not going to happen. So take what, it, take what yeah. you can get right now. But, yeah, oh, Marlins that's lost. That's what's up, man. Marlins lost. I, I do want to talk some Marlins, so I want, I want you to stick around yeah, for go, that. Bro. They right. lost go, with three all stars. Yeah, three all stars. Wow, although Cooper almost, Cooper yeah, almost I saw. lost his all star bit today. I yeah. saw that he was limping. <laughs> <I> was... <laughs> he still gets but his bonus, still, though. Man. That's what they were talking about here. <laughs> nice. They're nice. so close to being a decent team, but the front yeah, office man. won't make any moves. They have plenty of young players they can bring up, but they don't want to bring them so they can screw them over on contracts. They're not going to make any more moves. It's like, the talent's well, we'll there. See. They I just mean, need a little bit. They just need is it, something. Isn't, it, Look, isn't that the story always? Isn't that the story It always? is. That's very Marlins. Yeah. It is. It's, it's, it is it's, it's like Marlins, in the stadium. But mm-hmm. the difference this time is, is that we're pretty, you know, we're approaching the trade deadline and we're just a few games out of 500. We're yeah, technically that's what I'm closer. This is, this is a lot better season than we were expecting and we're in a better position than we've been in seasons past. Plus with the extra wild card games. You know, you got a chance to play some. Well, that's what I'm saying. They're so close, but one, they haven't shown that they can make the right moves, and they have talent. They just don't want to bring it up and pay it. Like, (laughs) I think. I mean, I think the talent they're bringing it up. The the problem is is just look, man. Honestly, I think I think Coop's gonna be gone. I think he's gonna get traded by the deadline. No. In exchange for those pieces that are gonna bring, he's the only guy that really has value that you know would be interesting. The guy's been hitting 300 all season. Our best hitter. You know, so he's and he's a likable guy. People, you know, uh, he's an Auburn man. Don't like, forget that. Oh yeah, there you go. You know, um, <laughs> I started covering those times. Hey, we haven't done we haven't oh. done uh, the baseball packs in a while. We we gotta bring that back. Maybe after the All Star break, oh. stuff we should see. We'll do. We'll do. We gotta get yeah. a Friday show going again. But you know, funny story uh, about a, a couple weeks ago. Uh-huh. I was at a Target and I bought like ten packs of Tops 2022 cards, and I totally sat by myself and I opened all of them and it was like the best thirty minutes I've had in a long time. It was great. They it was still, long. they still so, sell, sell those. I used to buy them in a the gas oh, yeah. station when I was a little kid with the bubble gum. Yeah, oh man, dude, trading card industry is still going well, but I hate it. But it was just like nice to like see if I could learn some new players, you know. But man, Marlins, I think, uh, I think uh, they'll. I think they're gonna make a move, man. We'll see. Although the big thing that no, we're talking not, about up here. Go ahead, go ahead. No, no, I was gonna say not that they're not gonna make a move, but what have they done so far to that you trust them to make the right move is what I'm saying. For sure, for sure, for sure. Hundred percent. But let me ask you guys this. We were having this discussion up here. Um, dude, I, I don't know what the record is since Joe Madden got, you know, fired from the Angels, but it's atrocious. Um Otani is a free agent after next season. Okay, 
Mike Trout's turning 31 stop. in August. No, year. already stop. I want to hear already. it. I want to hear no. it. I want to hear just, it. Don't feed no, me into I'm, it, bro. I want to hear it. I'm just it. saying. All I'm saying is why. Not, and I'm not talking about Marlins here. I'm not why talking not about us? Here. I'm just why saying. Why not us? No, 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 no. Forget the Marlins. They're not going to make a trade <laughs> here. But I think you're at a point now where if you're any of these teams, bro, make the move. Make the move. Get rid of one of those two stars, bro. If you're going to, like, it, the fact that this guy has, he's one for 12 in his career in playoff games. That's his, that's his, uh, his, um, his stat line is one yeah. for 12, 12 at bats. That's all he's had in his, the most prolific career of Mike Trout. He's got 12 at bats in the playoffs, dude. It's horrible. He's got three games. Do him a favor, send him to the Yankees, send him somewhere else, blow up that team and try Please to not the, the Yankees. Because right God. Well, there's very few teams that are going to be able to pull in a haul like that. You know what I'm saying? The Yankees are going to – they have – the Yankees are loaded, man. They have they have the best – I think they're yeah. still the best record in baseball. They have so. tons Send of them prospects. Send to Boston. Level the playing field. No, man. He's a, he's a Jersey guy. So, Yankees would make sense. Uh, um, But – I, I is there, about it, man. I think, is I think there a Brooklyn Nets version? Now, send, him to the, send him to the Mets. The Mets, the Mets are pretty good. <laughs> are you kidding me? You're calling yourself the Mets a Marlins pretty good. No, I, I hate, Wait, I hate the, the Mets, Mets equally. Come on. Mets will be the worst. Um, but I was, I, we were just discussing it. We were like, man, you got to trade one of those two guys. Like, I would love to see mm-hmm. one of those guys get traded. Although, I don't think it's going to be Otani because he's still, you know, creating yeah. this – yeah, uh, revenue and putting you know people in the seats and people are gonna want to see that. But yeah. the novelty of Mike Trout in in LA, man, is just it's over, bro. Do him a favor, send him somewhere, let him play some decent, meaning meaningful baseball these last few years, bro. He's gonna yeah. end up a Dodger. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Otani. I think Otani's gonna end up a Dodger. You know, after his contract expires, he's gonna be in Seattle like or 10 years. he's gonna stay out there. <laughs> yeah. Um. I wanted to ask you guys though, what about uh did you see what uh the commissioner came out and said today? He, who he added to the all star rosters? Did you yeah, see who holds that Miggy? Bro, get Achilles out of here. He's rolling his eyes at like two of the greatest of all time over here, bro. Getting a nice proper send off. Come on, bro. You know, Miggy's putting it up. Miggy's having a good season. Yeah. Pujols, bro, like you should we should be doing a farewell tour like we do for all these other guys, bro. Like having yeah. celebrations for him. This is last season, bro. Like, I appreciate him just time. I pre- I appreciate him just going out and not. Because ah, he's just a chill dude. He don't need the pomp and circumstance. Eh, pomp and circumstance. Maybe he doesn't need it, but you know, he's, he deserves it. He, a little bit at least. But he could have asked for it like any other player. He did it. So nah, he, he would never. I he think would it's never, a good choice. Exactly. That's a, mm. To me, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. But anyway. But yeah, that's all I got. What's up? What are you guys talking about now? I have a quick spicy sports nuggie for Ooh. Marlins. Spicy sports nuggie! As of yesterday... Yeah. The leader in all of MLB in war is Sandy Alcantara. Ooh. Not only is he Cy Young, the man's MVP right now, bro. Leads the Ooh. whole league in war. He has nice. to start, bro. He has to start. He's not going to start. Why not? He's not. Racism. The guy who... No. Who's, who's, the, who's the NL? <laughs> who's, the, who's the National League uh, All-Star coach? Uh, his uh, manager, no, it's not that who it is. It's it's um. Is that who picks? Yeah, but the problem is, it's that the All Star game. Where's it gonna be at? In LA. 
and right. the home of what team? The Dodgers. The yeah. Dodgers have a pitcher, guy I think his name is Gonsolin or whatever his name is, who's having a great season, and he's going to get the, the nod season. because he's he's it's 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 like you know the Sandy season is here, but that Gonsolin season is still close. And if he doesn't have a bad game between now and the All Star game, they're going to do it because of the novelty that he's the the pitcher for the home team. See, you know what I mean? This pomp and circumstance is it. stupid. All Star games are and nobody cares garbage. about the Marlins, bro. Nobody cares Doesn't about matter. the Marlins either. As good as Sandy if you, is, bro. But, if but you people care about him, Sandy. No, but if you start him at the All-Star game and then people start looking into him, then people start caring about Miami. Yeah, but, but who's going to – you think they're going to do that favor for us, for Marlins fans? No, man. You know, they're they're in for, for their own interest, you know, and the Dodgers are a big market team and, you know, they pay the bills, so they're going to hook them up. So Why is it always I, Miami? Why is it always Miami against you. the rest of the nation? In every sport. No, in every Miami sport. bias is real. We talk about it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, bro. But at the same time, bro, look, you come to these Marlins games, unless Otani's here, people don't show up. You know, Dodger games are constantly selling out. People, you know, want to see these guys and they go and they show up for it. You know what I mean? So a I think it economy. should be Sandy, but, I'm, but it's. Oh. oh, he's gone. We lost Xavier. I think it should be Sandy. You know, he I'm back. Be the guy. All right. Oh, I got to go. I got, I got, it, it, it has to happen once a show. I got to call. Remember, I'm on my yep. phone because my computer, I don't know how to put the Mac and my wife is calling me. So she made my call drive. <laughs> there he goes again. Dude, there he goes again, bro. You got to show him how to use Chrome, man. Um, yeah. <laughs> what's it called? But no, I, look, I, I think it should be Sandy. He deserves it. But mm-hmm. I'm just being realistic. It's probably going to be the guy from the Dodgers. I can't even pronounce his name. But he's having why a really good even, season. Why do they but even he's let like, the manager choose who starts? It's it tradition. <laughs> no, the manager, the manager picks. Who, you know, he generally goes off who's having the best season. But who's the man? But that's who's that's the, the only position. That's the only oh, position. It's going to be the, where, the Braves where... guy. But that's the thing. It's going to be the Braves, Braves manager. manager. It's going to be the coach. Yeah, so he's not going to pick a Marlins. I fuck the Marlins. Go to Dodger guy, you know. <laughs> there you go. But that's the only position where the starter is chosen by the manager, not by voting or mm-hmm. whatever. However, they they had chosen. Yeah, they have the the, the starters get uh, selected out by voting, and then the uh, everything they about baseball. Then people wonder why people don't like baseball. Yeah. Hey, look, bro. Come on, look. Hey, we can. Are we really gonna get mad about it that much? Like, yes. we really expect that to happen? We never on, get. We... we never get this. He's, no, he's the one time where we have the best pitcher in all of baseball, yeah. and he doesn't start the fucking All Star yeah. game. Fuck, bro. Yeah. The we one never time. get this. Yeah. We the never one time. Get it's the this. literally hey, the best. We never in get this. But we never get this. But we have three All Stars. We've never had that either. Yeah, but last we time we had three All Stars. Hold exactly. on, hold on. Last time we had three All Stars was 1998, and they were on other teams. You know, I remember watching that All-Star game in 98 <laughs> and watching all these former Marlins that got traded after the fire sale in the All-Star game the following year and just crying, oh, you know. So we got Wait, we, we, it's all right, We man. didn't have um, Stanton, Ozuna, and Yelich at one point, no? Was, nope. that, was that also Stanton, a following Stanton, season thing? No, no, Stanton and, um, and Ozuna? Jose Fernandez, I think, were the, the – oh. they made it together in San Diego, I believe. And that's it, bro. We got three All-Stars, man. Look, hey, fact of the matter is, I'm not even going to be able to watch the All-Star game because I'm going to be with you, Gus, covering a game on Tuesday. Well, that's, so, that's unconfirmed. Yeah, no, no, it's confirmed already. We got the email? Yeah, we got the email. We're, we're good for, for next week, so that's what I'm telling you. Oh, uh, no show next week because it's going to be Achilles by himself, but if you want to run the 
you and uh, Xavier want to have a good MLS talk again. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't want to listen to us not smart MLS guys. So, nope. Yeah, I won't. You know, I won't do it. I'll well, let you guys talk about up my soccer. What, what about your your Chelsea, bro? Making so many good moves. I saw Koulibaly today. Koulibaly, but dude, he's thirty-one. I what? mean, I like him. I like him. We're rumored to get uh, it's a couple other guys now that are on the list there. Um, I like Did that we're not going him? after Rafinha. Barcelona could keep him. He's, I don't want he, that guy. Yeah, he's, he's going to Barcelona. You saw yeah. PSG like turn down Ronaldo. Oh yeah. Yeah. No. See, that's someone who gets dumped but comes out first and says, "No, I dumped them." Get the yeah. hell out of here. We've been rumored with uh, Ronaldo. Apparently, we're going to put mm-hmm. in an official bid for him. I don't know. You signed the Chicago the Chicago Firekeeper, the 19-year-old. is mm-hmm. a big move. Yeah, Slo- Slonia or whatever his name is. Slonia or something like that. Slovena. Yeah, that's a plus. I like when these, when these MLS guys get signed in Europe, but... I hate no, when I they hate don't. It now. Wait, I hate the when they don't when they don't get playing time. Well, that's the thing. That, they don't. That's what happens against them, yeah. especially at Chelsea. Chelsea's yeah, Chelsea's notorious for that. Chelsea and, yeah. and Arsenal and fucking Manchester United. Well, Zach's, yeah, this guy uh, Matt Turner now going to Arsenal and to be a backup. No, but he got loaned out. He got loaned out. He got loaned out. So did Stefan because we got a World Cup coming up and those guys need games. But so they both yeah. are going to get loaned out. We'll see. But I like uh, I like what Chelsea did. Raheem Sterling is another good pickup. I think he uh, I think on offense we're you know our attack is good. And I'm just a little worried about our defense after losing Rudiger, Christensen, Aspilicueta are all gone. Uh, Marcos Alonso is leaving as well. So like we really gotta you know put everything you that saw, we can into revamping saw, that. So you saw Chiellini wants to see Pulisic at, Juve, at Juventus. <laughs> yeah. He yeah, because Chiellini's never team, played really? anywhere else. He, like, if you yeah. ask him, what's another team? He's like, um, Juventus? <laughs> <laughs> that'd be a great, that'd be a great move for Kovacic. That'd be a great move for yeah. him to get playing time and in a league where he could shine. If he's going to get playing time, that's the problem. Yeah. He should. Why hey, look not? Who's yeah. Look who's here. Look at that guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just got back. Did you get any good stuff down there? Yeah. All right, good. <laughs> We're doing the podcast. <laughs> so, no, but yeah, he said Keelini was talking about uh, Pulisic uh-huh. there, but the thing with uh, Pulisic, man, I obviously want to see him stay in Chelsea, and he's kind of like got that Otani factor, you know, where he gets all that American money coming in, you know, yeah. all of America. Yeah, but if you go to Juventus, is... then you got two Americans. That's that right. becomes America's team automatically. Oof. It really well, does. Well, he them needs and, to go. and Le- them and yeah, Leeds. Leeds, Leeds. That's my Leeds. new. That's my new Premier League team. Easy, not even close. Leeds got uh, Leeds got um, Aronson and Brandon Aronson and Tyler Adams. My two and Tyler Adams and the coach. Yeah. So they're man. they're they're packing it over there. Oh. That's what's up, man. I'm gonna have to okay. watch some Leeds United games. Was that I'm Derek Jeter? Not- <laughs> no, 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 he's gone. <laughs> I did that see Jimmy. Uh, I was getting some water. <laughs> but, it's like the newsroom yeah, I mean, when, when you when you see some rando just walking in the back in, in the newsroom. Yeah, that's it what happens. It it's Rando's, part of the biz. Look at, look at that! It's that rando right there. Oh, look at look at okay. that guy. <laughs> Looking like a teacher. You guys, that's you what he one is. Word. <laughs> I have a, I have a weird. Uh-oh. Premier League specific spicy sports nugget. Oh, oh. It's oh, a weird it. one. Spicy sports nugget. 
So last week I saw the, the Southampton signed some guy named Romero. And then someone sent out this tweet. Southampton could have Romero and Romero at center midfield. Adam and Adams in attack. Nathan and Nathan at wing. And also Armstrong or Armstrong. <laughs> what? And those are all different no. players. <laughs> That's on purpose. Somebody's doing that. Somebody's messing with the team. <laughs> Man, I'm yeah, going to try and do that in FIFA now. That's going to be my That's next. hilarious. <laughs> that oh sounds my, like that log room. FIFA only, man. The guy, the, the uniform manager is going to hate his job. <laughs> <laughs> or it's really easy. He just has to just change the number and the, the names stay the same. I guarantee all those guys are different sizes, and he's going to put oh, the medium where the large goes. They're going to they're gonna have to trade jerseys every time. That was spicy. <laughs> oh, that's good stuff, man. Oh, wait, hold on. Say hi. Yo. What's up, Daniel? Look at that, bro. See, everybody's around here, man. Yeah, that, that's man. a big press box. Right. Yeah, oh, yeah, man. Morning's press good, box is good, nice. good size. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. All right, so anyway, guys, I'm gonna get going because my my time. I gotta get going. I'm tired. Wait, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta on this day for you, Edwin. Okay, on this day in mm -hmm. 1921. All right, all right. Oh, Babe Ruth. Said, he okay, Babe Ruth. He said the rec. <laughs> he set a record of 137. Career home runs. <laughs> that was the record back then, bro. One hundred and twenty-seven, dude. Of course, it was a bunch of plumbers. That, yeah, and like bakers. <laughs> One thirty-seven. Oh, I, I got I got a little spicy nugget that I, I actually um, came across while we were doing the game. Spicy nugget. <laughs> Scared the hell out of me. Um, so there was nobody on the two teams today that was hitting three hundred. Okay. Then we started talking about, like, man, the art of hitting is just trash now, right? I blame Mike Trout, but that's another story. Um, <laughs> anyway, what's it called? Uh, Larry Walker in 1999, I believe, hit 370-something, okay? Had, like, 30-something home runs, 100-something RBIs. 370-something. 10th in National League MVP voting. 10th. Yeah, I saw Tony Gwynn's stat on Twitter the other day where he had more multi-hit games than multi-strikeout games. Yeah, like by a huge too. number, best. too. I saw that, too. The best. I think he Here, had actually, like, I have a... like 34 multi-strikeout games or something yeah, like that. in his entire career. It's ridiculous. In, yeah. <laughs> okay, I got, I got the Sick. stat line here. Three, he led the league in batting average, 379. Uh, he led the league in on-base percentage, led the league in slugging, led the league in OPS, and he had 37 home runs, 115 RBIs, and unbelievable. And yeah, 10th in the uh, 10th in voting for the All Star MVP. 379, 370. Did you know that, Alex? Yeah, bro. Crazy, bro. Oh my God. All right. There you go, man. See you guys. See you, bro. And on that note, I leave you guys. Have a great one. You too, my Peace. friend. All right. Xavier, you're going to stick around for some F1 or FU, bro? 
What do you mean? I don't know. Last time I stuck around, I said I didn't. I didn't watch the show. What was the, what's the name of the show? Uh, Drive to survive. Unbelievable. And I said it. I said it like five times. Drive to survive. But then I I'm go gonna, and I'm I gonna text it to you right now. Kids. Yeah. Yeah. Send, send them the link. Send, send them the link. Send it to me. <laughs> and I'm gonna go because the the wifey's out. That's why she was calling. And I'm taking care of the kids. Sounds good, man. Drive, drive to survive. All I'm right, pretty guys. sure I heard one of your kids crying. Bobby. <laughs> You heard, yeah, I, I was yep. hoping, I was praying that it wouldn't go, <laughs> it wouldn't go on the show. Hey, man, but you're a pro. You went right through it like nothing was yeah, happening. Bro. You're, you're you know, a pro. You're the show you know, must go on. No, you know what's funny? It's like, I, I hope this doesn't become a trend, but it already did. Every show, <laughs> the phone drops. <laughs> the phone drops. Uh, the screen goes off. Uh, I just got the wife, the, something, the kid screams. Um, how am I going to make it to ESPN Deportes like this? I don't know. We'll do. What was a few years back that CNN guy got super famous because the daughter walked in and the mom had to like yank him out. <laughs> and the, and the yeah. worst part, the worst part about that is everybody was saying, "Oh, that's the the, the nanny," because she was she was um, yeah, yeah. you know, aged, uh, and, and it was his wife. Yeah, like oh no no the nanny got this. Like no, that's his wife. Wow, I'm just saying, bro, you, you could go viral. That's not that, it's yeah. not that's not a spicy sports nugget. That's a spicy <laughs> spicy something. I don't know what that is. All oh, right, I appreciate it, guys. If not, I would I would stay, but I gotta go take care of the kids. Sounds good, man. Take All it right, easy, man. Peace. Later, bro. Bye. All right, Achilles. F one or F U, bro. You know what? You didn't give me a face at the beginning of the yeah, I thought I of did. the stream. You did? I thought so. Man. I always have something. I don't know. All right. Well, <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry I missed it. <laughs> You know, that might have been the same face you made watching Austrian GP this oh, weekend. Man. Another great race, man. Another Dude. fantastic race. <laughs> so my- good. And, and like, I think the narrative after the race was that you can't just go ahead and crown anyone. No. Because Leclerc now, yeah, he he, get, he gets a win and he's right back in it. He's right back yeah. in it, threatening to, to um, you know, take the top spot again. No, for sure. Um, and last year, this race was terrible. Verstappen yeah. won it by like 20 plus seconds. <laughs> How does that even happen, bro? Because it's that new car, dude. I'm telling you, it changed everything. Mm-hmm. Because it brought everyone a little closer together. And and it's not just the good cars. It's every car, every like yeah. little tier of car gets to race. In the, and, they get, and now, again, usually it's like the first five laps are really interesting. Mm-hmm. Maybe something happens here or there in the middle. Then there's a yellow flag. Everyone comes back, and then it's exciting again. Yeah. No, man. These last two races is literally from lights out to the end is nonstop action, bro. <laughs> it's bananas. It was the first time Leclerc won not being pole position. That he's Damn. he's so good. It's mm-hmm. so much fun to watch him and Verstappen because they're both so great. Yeah. And super ballsy. Uh, and he had to overtake them twice. In, mm-hmm. in the race to, to win it. Um, That's awesome. So, yeah, you know, good for him, obviously. Yeah. But uh, it was, like I said, the battle between them two was fantastic. Hamilton had another good drive. Mm-hmm. Russell had, took a five-second penalty because he clipped Checo and knocked Checo out. But, you know. Oof. <laughs> but he, he took a five-second penalty and still finished fourth. Yeah. That's how good he's been. He's been really good, man. The Mercedes <sighs> guys, they're... they're... Their uh, team, they're figuring out the car little by little. And the guys have just been resilient, you know? They, they're they not but, fucking up. 
Yeah, like I said, they like yeah. they go into every race, and Toto and Lewis are always like, "Yep, we don't have the pace." Yeah, they, Lewis was complaining that the Haas was too fast in the straights for Mercedes. <laughs> he was like, "I don't know, man. We don't have the pace to keep up with Haas." But their car doesn't break down. Yeah, and <laughs> uh, what do you call it? So at least one of the Red Bull or Ferraris is gonna uh, blow up every race. Yeah, and usually it's two of them. So that's an automatic two free places for, for Mercedes. And mm-hmm. they're just like, we'll sit here. Like, I'll be <laughs> yeah. set sixth and eighth in pole, but we know there's going to be some dummies that crash. So yep. we're just going to take our four and our three and our five. And <laughs> and then, like you say, the car is getting better, and you never know. That yeah. one, one of these days I mean, they come out here, and they have the pace, and then that's it. Yeah. Like last last season, Mercedes got off to a slow start. And Hamilton's car didn't have the pace. But at the end of the season, figured they out, figured yeah. it out. And Hamilton won all those fucking races at the tail end of the season to catch up and make it interesting. Yeah. So That's what I'm saying. If, they, again. If, if this keeps happening where, yes, Red Bull and Ferrari finishing 1-2. Mm-hmm. But if it's not 1-2, one, 1-3, one, because both – or, you know, if 1-4 yeah. isn't them every race, mm-hmm. they can sneak in. Yeah. In, if, like, in three races, that car all of a sudden is catching up. Yeah. Then they're right in it. It's a three-team race instead of a two-team race. Yep, yep. And still, one through six are separated by 100 points. Yeah. That's not a lot. No. You know, that's not a lot, so. And it, it, was, be... another, it was another good day for the mid, uh, like the mid-tier teams. Mm-hmm. Alpine had another great race. Freaking Fernando and Lonzo's old man has been fantastic. He started at the back because yeah. he had, they, they switched out his engine, so they had to take the penalty and he had to start out back. Finished 10th. Finished in points. And Ocon, as long as that car works, mm-hmm. is going to finish five to seven every race. The guys, bro, Alpine, guys, Alpine's five in constructors come. Uh, I was yeah. surprised by that. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't realize that. That's what I'm saying. They've just they're had a couple good. of, they've had, they've had a couple of DNFs and that's it. If mm-hmm. not, they're even closer. Yeah. And obviously we got to get McLaren, McLaren's four. And they're, they've been terrible. Yeah, that that was. I think that one was more surprising than Alpine. Like I, when I saw it, I'm like McLaren's four. Bro, yeah. shout shout out to uh, what's his name? What? Uh, uh, Lando. Lando. Yeah, shout North. out to Lando. Lando's killing yeah. it. Then yeah. he's he's carrying that team because Ricardo's been trash this season. Well, dude, the it was my favorite thing with Ricardo this year. Like he just stayed between like ten and thirteen the whole race, and <laughs> everyone else is making moves. And yeah. he was just. I don't know what's up with him. Hey, he finished in the points. So yeah, listen, yeah. <laughs> like I said, I agree. He's not been good. Lando's been good, but the car just isn't that great. Yeah. But uh, and then if only Haas, man. They're, they look. Remember, I don't know. It was like yeah. a month ago when I when I shared that tweet with you guys, where Gunther's like, "Oh, we have some secret uh, upgrades uh-huh. coming out," and then they started losing races. It's like, oh shit, they're Haas again. <laughs> and now he fucking busted them out finally. Yep. Oh, well, it's Haas- so good. To- yeah. Like Alfa Romero is six, Haas is seven. Right? Haas has 34 points. McLaren, who's in fourth place, only has 81. They're only separated by less than 50 points. Yeah. And, so, uh, and Haas has had two back to back double point finishes. They're going to pass mm-hmm. Alpha fast. Yeah. Because it's either Botas and, and Joe's been good the last couple of races. Obviously, he had that terrible crash last week. Yeah. And then this week, he was doing good and then just kind of fell off at the end. But I don't think. I think Haas can easily pass them because Mick and, and Magnuson are just both really good drivers. Yeah. And the, like I said, the car is fast. And they've been unlucky. Yeah. Well, because, listen, 
like I said, Mick drives like a madman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He had <laughs> he, he has that Ricky Bobby in him just like Verstappen. Yeah. <laughs> but uh like I said, they figured something out again because like I said, Lewis Hamilton literally said, "Yo, we cannot keep up mm-hmm. with the Haas on the straights. It's too fast." <laughs> that's that's amazing. Yeah. And again, that's it's amazing. not like and it's not flukes of just like, "Oh, you know, People are crashing or they're, you know, doing good drive. No, they're doing it in qualifying too, which means the car is good too. You know yeah, I mean? exactly. There's no, because when you're out there in qualifying, that's it. It's just you and the car. Mm-hmm. Anything can happen in, you know, in the race, whatever. Yeah. And you got all the, whatever. It is what it is. But yeah, it was, like I said, it was just another great race from top to bottom. And, the, and there was just like, uh, I think they went into it thinking, saying, oh, this is going to be a one-stop race. And it ended up being like some team did two, some teams did uh-huh. three. There was a yellow flag, so we're gonna jump in and put on the socks. And it was just like yep. ah! <laughs> Christian Horner almost outsmarted uh uh Ferrari again. Yeah, how so almost did it because he kept undercutting them. And mm. after it was uh like the last like 10 laps before that yellow flag came in and everyone got on the on the on the softs. Yeah. Verstappen, they stopped him put them on, on fresh mediums and the Leclerc was still out there on hards and he had made up the time to like 15 seconds. So if they pitted the best case scenario was they come out at the same place and yeah. they put that pressure on him. But luckily the yellow flag came in because if mm. not Horner would have outsmarted him again, because mad scientist, bro. Like I think he's holding them back, bro. I, because yeah. they do the weirdest shit yeah. with their pit stops and their strategies. And like, I don't know what's yeah. ever happening. And like these two guys are overcoming it, and poor Carlos, man. I know I like to make fun of him, but he's yeah. cursed, bro. He's literally cursed. There's nothing yeah. he can do because even no. the even the race he won, he <laughs> almost blew it yep. once when he went off the off the track, and yeah. then the mad scientist tried to fuck him over. <laughs> yeah, but he still pulled it out. And then this race, he was doing good again, and you started to see him get a little shaky, and you're like, oh shit, he's gonna blow well, he, it. He was gonna finish number two. Yeah, he was gonna finish P two, and then his car blew up, and that shit was crazy. Did, did you see that? Yeah, that it caught fire, and yeah. he couldn't get the brakes in, so it was rolling away on fire. Yeah, and those, and if you watch the race, the stewards are like these old fat guys, and they're just yeah. standing there with the with the extinguishers. Yeah, just looking that one guy. He yeah, you see him down, and he's like, yeah. nope, he just walks away. <laughs> I've never seen anything like that. Oh there was two of them, just like yeah. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, that was scary, man. Yeah, because like I, I said, like he 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 did a good thing where he went to that like little service lane, mm-hmm. but then it caught fire, and then the fire grew so fast, and yeah. he couldn't get out because it was rolling, and you can't have a flaming car roll into the <laughs> track. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. It was like I said. Insane. I like to make I I like to make fun of Carlos, man. But my God, it's just, it's at this point, it's just, it's a curse at this point. And yeah. I understand why he has no confidence. It makes sense because his whole life, this year, especially this year, has just been disaster after disaster. <laughs> <laughs> I know, man. And it always catches him like in the worst moments, too. Exactly. It's never like, you know? oh, 10 laps in, the car breaks. Okay, whatever. Yeah. No, it's always like, yes, I'm doing it. I know. Something bad happens. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if that whole final lap that he won of, of, oh, of last week's race, he's sitting. He probably had his eyes closed. Like, <laughs> he was doing the cool runnings yeah. where he just remembered the turns. Exactly. 
Oh my god. So next week they're off, right? Yeah, and we're we off a week. for a week and then, right, and, to, and then to they're France. at France. Cool, cool. All right. So we'll see how that one turns out. Um, I don't think we're gonna do an, an F1 or F U show next week, obviously, because well, first yeah. we're not gonna do any show next week. That's right. Me and Edwin are gonna be covering uh, Inter Miami versus Barcelona. Woo! Woo! I, I honestly didn't think we were gonna get it, but I'm kind of happy. There you go, man. All right. Good stuff. All right, Achilles, my friend. I think that's it for today, bro. It was good. A good show. Good show. No, uh, no jilly jabbing around. <laughs> Just a little bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. See you on the other side. Take care, lemonheads. <laughs>